0: Hello and welcome to Mean Guys,
1: the podcast that traces two brothers' journey of self-discovery through the medium of traditionally feminine films. I'm Ben, and I'm Max, and over the next few weeks we'll be delving into some classic rom-coms, and some dubious chick flicks. There's going to be petty rivalries, drama queens,
0: and for some reason, dogs. Today we're going to be talking about Gnarly
1: and Me. Okay, let's head to the back of the DVD then.
0: Okay then, Jennifer Aniston and Owen Wilson unleash heartwarming laughs as John and Jenny Grogan, a young couple contemplating the life-changing decision to have a baby. Then comes Marley, an adorable, rambunctious Labrador pup who flunks obedience school and quickly turns the Grogan household into a disaster area. But, with a heart as big as his appetite for trouble, Marley sees the Grogans through the ups and downs of life, including new jobs, new homes and the never-ending challenges of a growing family. Ultimately, John and Jenny come to realise that the world's worst dog truly brings the best out of them.
1: No, brings the best out of yeah, them. Yeah, very nice. There we go, that's Marley and me, there we go. So, this one we saw yesterday, so hopefully you've retained all your interesting things. fresh uh, in the memory? Uh, things. Mm. Oh, yeah, I think so. We yeah. saw it last night and it's now midday the next day, so I reckon I can still make some very acute observations. Uh, mm, well. Fingers crossed. So, this is a bit of a weird one as well, we watched with our parents. Yeah, that's say. an interesting situation. Well, I say we watched it with our parents. One of them fell asleep and one of them decided to sort of ditch the middle half of the film and came back for the death at the end. But I still found the death sad. Still found the death sad, which says something for the film, I guess you'd say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I find it strange um, watching films with the parents because I like it with the lights off and you can really, I feel like you can connect with the film more, you know, if there's no distractions in like sight-wise and they just they just make us keep the lights on for some reason.
1: Well, I'm a bit on that side as well. You always want to have the lights off, all the windows sort of closed. Proper into... cinema experience. Yeah, but when you're watching a film at home, you're not at cinema. You've got to face the facts. Like, it's more of a casual viewing experience.
0: <sighs> casual viewing experience. That's always... what Ben's all about. But I like a nice proper.
1: Yeah. Well, you want to be, like, eating food and just, like, making little comments about a film. Especially with these silly, light-hearted films. Like... It's no like need hearted. for complete darkness i ended this film with a heavy heart then well no, it's quite right it's got a heavy end to go along with it as i'm sure most people are aware. like even though i've never seen this film like you knew the dog died right yeah yeah it's like the dog death film like marley and me like you know it's it's known for just like oh you can't watch that it's, the dog dies isn't it <sighs> so yeah this is could be subtitled marley and me brackets the dog dies
0: that was kind of, I suppose. But what if you don't know? Like, I've always wanted, like, imagine watching Star Wars without knowing that Darth Vader was Luke's father. Yeah, I've always I wanted so. to, like, have that experience.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like, I think the, the feeling would have been a lot deeper going into this, not knowing that that he dies.
0: Definitely. Yeah. But every dog dies, doesn't it? So it's not like it was going to be a surprise. Yeah, anyway.
1: I mean, it's not like it's sudden in the film either. Like, it builds up to it for about like. Twenty minutes towards the end of the film, it's which just is probably like real scary. life. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's probably adds slow to it down. as well. And if it was just a sudden, like he was hit by a car, it <laughs> wouldn't be quite Sorry. have <laughs> <laughs> quite as much gravitas, would it? If it was just something like that. So, what are your thoughts, anyway, overall? Um,
0: I thought it was quite a cute film.
1: Yeah, but it—I don't know—it didn't quite hit the mark for me. No, I'm still kind of undecided. I, I guess I'll bring up my first point. We're not really going to go into specifics. The idea of this podcast is you should have watched the film before just to get an idea for it. Um, so I'll just delve into some ideas. First of all, the main feeling coming out of it, not much really happens. No. Right? Well, like I mean, things happen. Things definitely happen. The children are born. Jobs are moved. They've moved to different cities. The dog does hilarious capers running around. Things happen, but nothing really happens. No,
0: it says, well, out on the back of the case, you don't need to watch a movie for all the job moving and stuff.
1: Just like, it's it's a story of a suburban family that have kids, get a dog, and then the dog dies. I
0: think that's the point. It's a true-to-real-life story. So people who have a dog which we don't, we'll be able to connect to it much stronger if, unless it was this weird fantasy thing that weird things happen, you know.
1: Mm, but even not even weird things. Like, what well, normally any good sort of plot or story has to have like a, oh, and then this went wrong. I mean, this has lots of little things that go wrong. Obviously, Marley's constantly eating at stuff and causing havoc. But nothing in the actual plot goes wrong. There's a moment where the Jennifer Aniston character says like, Oh, nothing went like according to my list. Like we had all these kids and stuff like that. But even that's not like a big change. That's just her life plan went a bit differently. But that different thing was having kids. That's not yeah. exactly like, oh wow, well, you never saw that coming.
0: And at the end, she well, that was on her list as well. And at the end, she was like, yeah. I don't really care about my list anyway. I'm happy. Yeah, here. exactly. I did but like the list,
1: but it's not like she went off her list and decided to. Oh, you move to some foreign country or do some crazy thing no. with Mali It's just like they it's decided that offline. they were kind of happy in sort of dull suburbia. Yeah, I mean that's an interesting point in itself, but it doesn't make for the most thrilling film.
0: No, I do know. Do you like? Do you know people like who have this list in life? as well because there's some people in my year at school who seem to have their whole life set out it's like maybe not the exact whole step one step two step three but they each they know what they want to do right into the future and get married and have kids and do this and that and it's quite weird i find
1: sure i mean i don't know anyone with a physical list do you i mean i wouldn't be surprised if they did (laughs) really but yeah some people do have a, a vision i guess and i guess that's kind of the point of the film it's showing how someone can have a vision and then Oh, along comes this excitable dog, and everything can change. But yeah. nevertheless, nothing really happens. I kept on expecting. You know, there was the best friend of the guy, the yeah. sort of main mate. He he kept on popping up, and sort of doing silly things with the dog and the baby. But I was I could swear that when he like, met him after a few years and sort of rekindled his friendship, that something was going to happen to change the course of the film that something was going to happen with him but nothing ever happened he, he just popped up again
0: it's like real life it's just
1: boring isn't it yeah, but it, it's not a film though it's oh, it just didn't like nothing ever changed it just went in its normal course forwards no.
0: it was it's interesting the way they did it because obviously films have to have this element of non-life to make them worth watching this escapism yeah. kind of idea mm and this way you're just escaping it from your life into someone else's equally bad
1: life. And there's an argument to say that you can show sort of day-to-day life if you do it in a really honest, um, sentimental kind of, yeah, filmed really well and sort yeah. of true to life. And this was fine, it did that reasonably well, but not, mm. ex- like, No, it wasn't very
0: clean cut and exactly like real life. There were still these kind of slightly fantasy elements, but were really not very fantasy at all.
1: Yeah, just the dog doing stupid yeah. stuff. Oh, whoops! It ran off. Ha yeah. <laughs> ha Just more plot, more, more something happen, please. Like even when the baby, you know, their first child was um, had the sort of miscarriage. Like, I mean, it, it's it's a twist, but it it happens. Yeah,
0: it happens, and it. I don't know. It just doesn't have that impact for me as well, especially that bit. Sure. Was, yeah, I think maybe even slightly disappointing, but it's still a cute film. I liked it. It was quite. It is quite sweet with the dog, mm-hmm. but. Oof. I only made that decision once it got to the end when I was halfway through the film much like dad I could have walked out sure because I you know to be honest there's nothing stopping you from missing the middle half of the that's film that's another thing
1: I thought a lot of these films these kind of chick flicks and light hearted rom-coms we often say you can catch on TV and then find yourself hooked until the end just because it's kind of easy to watch yeah I've I wouldn't have lasted an ad break on this. If there'd have been an ad Ooh, break, I would you? have switched over. If I'd just come across it halfway through, I'd oh, say. if you came
0: across halfway through, yeah, I would have just—I
1: wouldn't have stuck with it.
0: But if I if I went from the start, I might have.
1: But hmm. just hasn't got that addictive quality that I would have carried on watching. No.
0: Before um we watched this film, I assumed that um, Jen- I assumed that Jennifer Aniston was going to be the lead and not Owen Wilson
1: okay this is another point you've brought up another one of my points I was going to talk about so yeah it's interesting I thought it was going to be like a co-lead thing but I was surprised as well as you that Owen Wilson is the lead in this film yeah right? it definitely he's definitely it's, a lead it's told from his point of view although they're a couple and it's quite equal everything in that relationship is told from his point of view he narrates it every now and then so it's definitely an Owen Wilson film definitely Which raises a kind of point, I remember saying, I think in the last episode, pretty much all of these are going to be told from a female lead. They're chick flicks, they're rom-coms. Can it be a successful chick flick, I'm going to say? Obviously a rom-com can quite easily be from a male point of view. But can a chick flick, a successful chick flick, be told from a male point of view? I think it can, but I'm not sure if this
0: one quite hits the mark. Especially as I've done some research before um, coming, yeah. And it doesn't look like Marley and me passes the betstool test.
1: Oh, you're back at the betstool. Is this going to become a reoccurring thing?
0: Well, most of them it will pass, I think. Yeah. But I don't. It didn't in this apparently. It passed them um, because there's two. There's three different things that have. It has to have two named female characters mm-hmm. that talk to each other. Yeah. And then the third one is about anything that isn't a, a, a guy okay and this passed yeah. two of the bachelor test but it, apparently they didn't have a conversation which wasn't about owen wilson because he's like the main character and everything's about him
1: yeah i mean i can see that happening like the only main female character is jenny his wife i can't think of many times where she sort of talks to we see her talking to our people when the um john the owen wilson character isn't around there's the vet that's a um, a woman, there. Owen Wilson deals with her entirely. The uh, owner of
0: the dog and the, like the dog trainer, but then yeah, Owen Wilson's trainer. always there, and they're always kind of talking about. her and she's like, "Oh, get mm. your husband in checking it or whatever."
1: Mm. Yeah, exactly. That's and true. they might
0: not even be named; they might just be called vet in the credits.
1: But that does raise an interesting point then, it's from a male point of view, and it also has this lack of female speaking roles. Can it rightfully be placed in our bag as a rom com or chick flick?
0: I'm going to say no. I think, you know, are we going to get
1: Bolt and put that in there? It's <laughs> just a film about a dog, isn't it? It is. It's it's a film about a dog. But yeah, does does that qualify a dog? I don't know.
0: Are dogs like traditionally feminine? I don't think so.
1: No, certainly not. Certainly not this dog. Particularly, it's not like a oh. dog that's like very pretty, like a poodle. It's it's a quite a boisterous dog. It's the sort of
0: dog I'd hate to have. They're like the worst types of dogs, the big ones.
1: The big ones. Oh, it's a lab. It's a Labrador.
0: Oh, I just don't like big dogs. If I had a dog, I'd have to have a small one, so it couldn't like I don't know, do whatever Marley was doing in this film.
1: No, I don't want you to be put off. Like a well-trained Labrador is a perfectly fine dog. I was going to actually ask you mm-hmm. a point after this. I've always, well, for the last few years, been like thinking our family should get a dog. Has this film encouraged you or discouraged you from getting a dog?
0: Definitely you, discouraged.
1: Discouraged? Yeah. Aww. It's caused
0: much it's causes loads of hassle. And more hassle than like lots of dogs were. And I know it has bonded them together. And yeah. at the end it just dies. And that's depressing as well.
1: Oh, I knew you were gonna see see of course it dies. We we know it oh, we, we know <laughs> it dies. Mean? But exactly like you said, all the love it brought to the family, how it brought them together.
0: It tore them apart halfway through the film as well, when. <laughs>
1: It did tell them what, yeah, but they, they made it through for the love of Marley, they got it back together again.
0: I think it's for the love of each other just as much as Maybe.
1: Marley. I knew you were gonna bring up the behaviour and the death, like think about the dog itself, how cute it was when it was a puppy. Yes, I know it was but
0: it wouldn't be worth it in my opinion. I mean the whole point of the film was he was a big hassle, but it was worth it in the end.
1: Wouldn't but it be worth it? For that it?
0: family it wasn't. It it was, but for me it just wouldn't be worth it. <sighs>
1: so logical and, oh, it wouldn't be worth it according to the death and the behaviour. Just, oh, didn't you see the little face of little Marley? Oh. If it was
0: smaller, maybe. It knocked it... the kids down. I thought, when as soon as, when that little, when the baby was on the table and they introduced this boisterous Marley, because he was boisterous when he was young, yeah. I thought that baby's going to die. And I thought that might be a part of the storyline when Marley kills the
1: baby. Jesus! The dog dies in it. We're not going to... Have the, the <laughs> child death? Christ. Well, I thought this might happen
0: because I didn't realise how bad Marley was, and with a little baby like that,
1: Look, I don't think it would have a front cover like that if it's got a child death <laughs> due to a uh, n- negligent sort of care of a dog. It wasn't. It's the dog's fault if it, if it did happen. It's it's always the owners, isn't it? Well, actually, oh, mm. No, it's always the dogs.
0: I mean, the owners can do their best. Uh, it's like if a person's a criminal, what? like. Lots of the time it is because of their upbringing and stuff, but they have to take some responsibility.
1: I mean, that's an interesting point, but this film kind of flies in the face of that. They take it to the dog trainer and she says it it, it can't be um, treated. Oh no, actually, that backs up your point. I can't remember what my point was anymore. <laughs> Something else I noticed that I wanted to bring up is a bit of a nerdy kind of thing, going in depth again. But did you notice the... Okay, well, just, did you notice the passing of time? Put it that way.
0: Well, just the fact that they seem to age, but they didn't look any older.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. A few other bits as well. So, the film spans 14 years, I'm told. Okay, 14. That, that was okay. on the wiki I, that I was looking up. So, 14, so I can kind of see that. and makes sense. The dog, sort of, they get it, and it's about, you know, 13 or something when it dies. That all makes sense. The first time I started thinking about this was not actually in terms of the character's appearance in terms of technology okay and it had me confused to start with but now i've kind of sorted out in my head so like in the first few years of the film you see john using a computer but, yeah. but i was so confused to start with it's like a command prompt sort of old 80s computer or something or 90s
0: old computer yeah. which
1: made me think what's going on like why have they set this film so far in the past or maybe they just—it was just dated when they filmed it, and they weren't using the current technology. But then it did strike me as we went on: if, when this film was released in 2008, they started with the 2008 technology, then when 14 years would have passed, we would have been in what, 2022? 20, yeah,
0: 2022. Yeah? If I got the maths right, there. Yeah.
1: So, to get the technology right at the end of the film. If they'd started in 2008, <gasps> they would cool. have had to have predicted the future. They would have had to have elements of sci fi in it.
0: That would have been awesome. Which sci fi? That would have made this film.
1: <laughs> it would have been interesting, it would have been very nerdy, and it would have been totally unnecessary. So I totally see why they chose to start the film in the 90s and start with 90s technology.
0: Time travel or spaceships—that's what I say. Every film <laughs> at like time travel, at least futuriness.
1: I mean, it would have been a distraction, wouldn't it, if they'd have suddenly at the end of the film with the dog dying been in twenty twenty-two, and they'd had like hologram computers suddenly? <laughs> yes, <laughs> like some... I would say, so watch that film. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would have just taken away from everything. It would have been silly, surely. You're seeing sense now, right?
0: No, that would have been better then. <gasps>
1: So my initial confusion was then solved. Yeah, is my point. But you do raise an interesting point the appearance. Je- Jennifer Aniston at the start is this like mid 20s attractive sort of woman that looks at, like Jennifer Aniston after 14 years when they're meant to be like 40 or like maybe even mid 40s yeah, when the dog do- dies.
0: like early 40s.
1: Early 40s sure. She looks exactly the same.
0: Yeah. But Jen, you, you can't blame Jennifer Aniston for that. She's like the sort of person, you know, every girl wants to be her, every guy wants to be with her.
1: I mean, I don't blame Jennifer Aniston. I blame the makeup directors or whatever of this film that made no effort to make her look any different. Yeah, but
0: uh, I don't know.
1: Is that not a fair point? Does that not bother you?
0: It did, yeah, it did bother me when I was watching it. But maybe, I don't know, the technology wasn't good enough then or something, I don't know. In 2008. Yeah, good point. Ignore I still me.
1: I think <laughs> they can age people. They can just, even just the clothes, they could take. I mean, I didn't really notice that.
0: Give her a sweater or something. It's no that.
1: I mean, as they got like old older people. and as the children came along, they made her seem more tired, admittedly. It's, yeah. That's an element. But she didn't look any older.
0: No, she didn't. They didn't and do Fashions that very well. didn't
1: change. That's what I mean by clothes. Like, I mean, it, maybe it would have been overkill, but they could have, like, matched it to kind of 90s and 2000s fashion a little bit more.
0: Her coming along with, like, I don't, I don't know, what was, what's 90s, 2000 fashion?
1: Well, you know, just... Leg warmers and stuff?
0: Is that, Or was that more 80s? That's <laughs> no, 80s. Perhaps. Oh, sorry, I don't know. Um, I wasn't born then, then.
1: No, but there's changes. Even over 10 years, there's small but noticeable changes that they could have made to her appearance. Yes, definitely. That's my point.
0: So I like the idea of, um, you know, he, he has his friend, and whenever they're out together, he uses the um, dog to get girls. Uh-huh. I just like that idea. They always say if you have a dog you're more likely to be perceived as a nice kind of person, it you're more likely f- to be helloed and you're also more likely to get some female attention.
1: That is a factor, isn't it? People do say that.
0: So maybe I, I do want a dog then.
1: Maybe you do want to, yeah, see. Ah uh, now and how to persuade you We'll get we'll look up what dogs are most kind of attractive to, to girls, the one that'll get you the most um attention.
0: And I bet you it'll be a smaller one rather than a bigger one.
1: Possibly. You wouldn't want a little, like, chihuahua, though, would you? Like More than a Labrador. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like a Labrador. You saw how
0: it pushed a kid over?
1: It's not going to push you over, is it?
0: Well, I mean, no, but I remember when I was a kid when I thought, whoa, it might do.
1: Nah, you just got to train it well. It'll be a nice little dog. you train it to sit. It'll do a poor thing. I've got oh. more
0: important things to worry about than training a dog.
1: Right, are you ready to uh, talk about our free tests? Some of the free tests. If you have yeah. listened to the first episode, you'll know here on Mean Guys we have free tests to assess how good a chick flick or rom com is. You want to kick things off?
0: Okay, then so the first one is the test for how funny it is. Yep,
1: the One Line Wonder.
0: There we go, One Line Wonder. Forgot the name. Okay, so I found this film, I don't know. It again, it didn't quite hit the mark in hilarity either. There wasn't hilarity. any two laugh-out-loud moments or anything like that. It was some bits were slightly funny, especially. But Owen Wilson's character was supposed to be like famous for his funniness in his articles, because he um, wrote for newspapers, and apparently he wrote really funny ones. But it didn't really correlate to what we saw as him as a character I didn't find
1: no you think if he writes these funny articles they would have maybe included some of the lines from those articles to show some of the little funny quips he has about the dog
0: but I think the actual funny things about his articles may have been the dog and the situations it got into rather than his writing
1: and that's also what's funny in my opinion about the film it's not really like one line it is just funny things the dog does yeah
0: which is the point but um, there's one bit where near the start of the film jennifer aniston's character jenny just get, gets out of like an airport and she goes how's my puppy and then owen wilson goes i'm okay a little
1: tired <laughs> that's a good line. That's, that's fun yeah often it's just little kind of silly flirty things like between the two main actors isn't it yeah. that, that provide the funniness i struggled to come up with a funny line but i picked out one which is just a little sort of silly joke it's after their third child the girl is born and uh Jenny brings her back and says to the kids, say hello to Colleen, everyone. And then the oldest kid goes, Daddy says her name is Whoops. Which is uh, just a bit of a funny scenario. And then uh, Owen Wilson has to justify himself there. But yeah, just a funny little bit.
0: I did like the older um, child just because you could see he has a bit more knowledge of the world. And especially when the dog dies, he's the actual only child who really understands what's going
1: on. That's kind of a a perfect segue for me into our next test, the um, tearjerker test. Okay. This is kind of the big thing about this film. No, it's... Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's a tearjerker, right? Yes. Apparently. 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 Okay. Uh, I guess I'll talk first on this. Yeah. I don't cry at many films. No, nothing. I get sort of a little bit emotional about some things. This film, with the montage at the end, I don't know if you were paying much attention to me. With, no, I wasn't.
0: I with, had my arm around my eyes, so I didn't see anyone else
1: exactly. I, I had my hand like this, shielded, like by the side of my face, so no one could see my eyes. I see. Um, with some of the end montages, and particularly with that eldest child and mm-hmm. his reactions when he was watching the videotapes yeah. of the childhood Marley and how he is interacting with it. When when they were burying Marley, he said, "Everything that I want to say, Marley already knows." Yeah, I, I, I got wet eyes. I, I was you got wet eyes. Uh, yeah, I was as much as I sort of do cry at films. I was I was crying.
0: Did you did they tear? Did any of it? I don't know if they, they teared, tear? but as
1: much as I cry at films, I cried at this. Oh, Just wow. those moments with it. It was that eldest child, like the moments with Owen Wilson when the dog actually died on the bed, uh, I was okay with that, but the kid's reaction, knowing that he's been around, you have, you have to remember Marley was around before the kid. Yeah, all his life. All his life, he's known this, and he's eight years old now, and seeing this dog die, that got me. I have to say,
0: I always think your first, like, kind of idea of death, as well as a child, is always the worst one because you realise that they're never going to come back, and it always hits you the hardest.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Often, sometimes it's like grandparents and stuff like that, but. But in this case, this was this kid's first experience of this something that's been a constant in his life, dying. Yeah. Which, which, yeah, that got me. Sad.
0: Well, I'm going to say for the tear test, disappointing.
1: This is interesting. This is very interesting.
0: I didn't cry as much as I thought I would. I heard this was this big tear-jerking film, and I waited till the end. I think it might have been something to do with like, the lights being on, because that didn't get me <laughs> as into the film. Um... I, d- I heard it was going to be really sad And Again I only had like one or two tears at the end And not until the grave scene It's like in Wolverine All over again
1: What well, that got you A little yeah, bit
0: the, um, Yeah When he d- when the actual dog died I was You know My tear glands were, red- were ready But they weren't actually producing any tears mm-hmm. <laughs> But it was Only Yeah it was only the grave scene That got me Yeah, And I what? thought They should have done You know when there's the miscarriage thing Or whatever it was That should have made me cry didn't.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. When the dog died, that should have made me cry, didn't. It was only when they were burying the dog.
1: Yeah, and what, the kids' reaction to that? Was that what triggered it?
0: Partly, yeah, when they had their little stories they were reading out. Yeah. And it just kind of sets in, this dog isn't coming back.
1: And putting the necklace on top of the oh dog. Yeah, that, that was... That was quite significant. I did like that. that. That got me sort of tearing up a little bit with the, with the necklace there. Okay, yeah. so... For someone that cries at every little thing in pretty much every film we watch... Disappointing. Disappointing. Interesting. Yet, the the prospect of a dog dying and people's reaction to that obviously ticks the boxes for me in terms of the tearjerker guest.
0: Maybe it's just because I, I don't know, think more of humans than dogs. <laughs> and I'm not, like, the biggest kind of dog
1: fan. That's understandable. Maybe it matches our thoughts towards dogs. I can see that. Bit of a role reversal, I guess you could say. So, on our third uh, test for these chick flicks and that is the test of romance are you shipping it is that what we call it oh
0: yeah oh, who are you shipping who are you shipping
1: sorry who are you shipping, you're
0: What's shipping? That
1: I'm getting my own feature wrong this is an interesting one again there's not a lot to say here i mean unless you've got something because there's only one main romance in the film the two main characters jenny and yeah. john are you shipping that
0: um yeah, I'm shipping that. You shipping that? Can you tell you who I'm not shipping.
1: Who are you not shipping?
0: John's friend and literally anyone. I'm shipping him and a police officer.
1: <laughs> you, what, you find him a bit creepy?
0: Well, he's... yeah, every single girl he's he walking around town, even when he's in his forties, like, and they're like, there's girls in, his tw- in their twenties at the end of the film. Yeah, he tries to get
1: with. I mean, I think the implication is that he's not very successful at doing that, seeing yeah, as.
0: But it's still, yeah. He's, I ship him and a police officer.
1: I wouldn't say a police. There's nothing in the film to incriminate him. Come on.
0: I wouldn't be happy. He just sees everyone and goes up to them. It's
1: weird. He's a little bit creepy, but more so, I'd say desperate. I'd say it's more desperate than creepy. He's just trying his luck and not having Sometimes much success. Sometimes they're one the same thing. Then you're right there, but but I I have more sympathy than than anything else for this guy. He's Oof. trying to use the dog to get at people and. When when he he's
0: a baby at one point as well. That's
1: a bit weird. But when he meets up with uh, the Owen Wilson character at the end, you can see he's, he longs for a life that uh, Owen Wilson has, even though he seemed like this big, high-flying editor. He, he doesn't have it all. He doesn't have a dog like Marley.
0: No, he doesn't. Well, he should get a dog instead of being creepy all the time.
1: My point was going to be that, although it's a nice relationship between John and Jenny they go through some hard times they quickly resolve them a bit like with the whole plot itself there's nothing exciting there it's quite a meh relationship yeah quite normal the sort of smallest of hurdles that at one point Jenny goes oh you know you can leave with the dog which gets resolved like that quite quickly Yeah. and other than that they've got a very loving relationship from the first scene where they're kissing right until the end Which is nice. It's solid. It's heartwarming. But it's once again a little bit boring.
0: But she decides to be like the stay at home mum. And, you know, there's that stereotype thing that she's bending to. And, like, she isn't, although she said she would, she's not entirely comfortable bending to that stereotype anymore. Yeah. And, like, he's still going off and being the working man. It's a very classic kind of traditional family. Yeah. And you can see that how in the modern times that it doesn't really work
1: so it's just the trolls and tribulations of suburbia and sort of modern day living but yeah. not done in a particularly interesting way it wasn't again. too good
0: I didn't yeah
1: and that goes for the film and the relationship itself I'd argue
0: but still it's a nice cute relationship I just like the film it's it's
1: cute the dog's cute it's a cute film it's I did not... like the
0: children the cute, there's cute children
1: the children are cute the film's cute I'm not arguing that it's not cute it's just... It's not memorable.
0: No. I'm not going to go recommending this film.
1: No. I'd recommend it as a film to watch, not a film to rave about.
0: Yeah, possibly. If mm. if you don't have any other films to watch.
1: Are you ready to go on to pick a film for next week? Oh,
0: sure. We can do that. Shall I pick it out again? Or We've do you got the do? bag in. I think it's
1: my turn, surely. Your turn? OK. I'll have to put my mic down um, slightly. OK. Actually, that could be a bit awkward. Oh... Bolt. Would you like to? <laughs> would you <laughs> no, like um, to shuffle up the shuffle DVDs? Them. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, just give them a proper shuffle. This right is then, Ben. I'm pretty ready.
1: Pretty tense. Right, I'm gonna run my hand. This is live. No, um, no fooling okay. you here. I'm gonna run my hands across all these films and pick the one second to the end. Oh, okay. And uh, you can announce it, Max. Today, okay, or rather, it. next week, the film we'll be watching is. Rumour has it